Hello, everybody, and welcome to Take It and Syndicate. I am your host for tonight, Maverick Wolf. With us, we have tonight uh, Gumpa Demonos, Alex Martin, and the awesome guests for the podcast, I Snap Plastic. Thank you all for joining. Yes, thank you and very much for coming on the show. Yeah, Marcos, you forgot this, to say the one and only. Right? I said, yeah, my bad, my bad. It was my bad. It was my bad. <laughs> we got about that. The one and only Ice Not Plastic, the man that, there you go. that gives everybody the time to respond to certain, uh, when we have questions about it, when we need help. He's always there to greet us and help us with our mistakes. So, <laughs> I'm Haro. That, that's what we've established. I am the Haro of the group. You're the Haro. Oh. I was going to say you're probably like the guru. Now, I'm the little annoying ball that is always there to answer your questions, even though you don't really want to hear what he has to say. I always want to hear, I always yeah, want to hear what you have I to say. I love all your, yeah, your, your advices are great, especially when I melted the goof. The goof. Oh. And we... was... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say, can we get an F in chat for that goof? Oh, God. Right. <laughs> you know, even, even when I did the triple wing, you know. Uh, yeah, y'all do some yeah. amazing stuff. Like it blows me away the level of creativity that is always present in the community. And there have only been a few times where I'm just like, "This isn't gonna work." I'm not gonna say anything, but this isn't gonna work. Yeah. So for tonight, what are we all building? Uh, Alex, what are you building over there? It, it looks like it flat. It flew away. Yeah, unfortunately, you guys can't see me because the Wi-Fi here is kind of. Uh, body but i'm building the alex gundam the rx70 nt1 okay that's good yeah. Jason, uh you are doing yep i'm continuing my work on uh wing zero over ka so uh in between uh in between podcasts i got the arms done and the shoulders done i can't remember if i was working on the head last time or not but I'm still going to top coat this because I think I said this before, but I'm going to use it as my tree topper. All right. Ah! Dang it! I forgot ah. to record! Hi, <laughs> Snap. What are, what, what are you doing tonight? Uh, tonight I am working on the mobile gin. Gin? Cool. They call, nice. call it gin. Nice, nice. And me, uh, I, I, am, I'm, and I am continuing the workout as well. As you guys can see, I'm almost kind of like the the whole mobile suit is already completed i'm just working on the wings and weapons for it so it should be good all right um can you see me now i'm yeah. like the verizon guy. can you see me now <laughs> so yeah, yeah. where's that, yeah, the, yeah. The, the puppy taco <gasps> it's a puppy and i set up in the window. And uh, I snap. You, which one? This one you're building? Uh, your screen's currently. Yes, I'm building that one right now. Yeah. Uh, so I was. I've been here for eleven days, and I think I few more that I could be buy. And I was like, man, I'm gonna be there by myself eleven days. Let me bring all these master grades. And I. Uh, this this is what I've done so far. Two legs and a torso. 
I, I mean, that's not nothing. No, I mean, he did I'm... build. He did build the uh, the entry grade RX seventy eight. So nice. he did. He did build something. <laughs> I, I tried some scribe lines, you know, but I kind of for I mean, the first are... time. We'll... Yeah, you, you might have to give me uh, another class on these later. <laughs> um, they look I fine. think I think he just needs to do some sanding. Yeah, carve them out a little bit more and sand it down. Yeah, like honestly, when it comes to scrubbing panel lines, forty-five degree angles are your best friend. Anything yeah, just... less than forty-five, it just kind of looks weird. So, like, if you see those thirty-degree, like, acute angles, they they're right. cute, but they're not cute. Gotcha. Uh, That's a math joke because the... I'm a nerd. <laughs> I think we're all nerds I, here. <laughs> You're in good company. Daughter, but... mm-hmm. Ah, there they are. I got some sanding sticks in here. Nice. But yeah. I'm really excited. Look at this bad boy. Oh, I hate you so much. You're you, great you know what? You, you're amazing, and I don't want to rub it in your face. And I just got the other two because my wife just sent me the picture of the box. Oh. The, yes. So now I got the green, the red, and the blue and pink just came on the mail. Nice. I've only got the blue and red. I desperately wanted the green one because that rocket launcher looks sick. I know. I'm hoping what they do is they make the uh, the wizard attachments like you can buy just the the pack because they're all interchangeable through all the suits. They are, but I don't want to look at that sexy green. You say you don't want to rub it in my face, and then you open up the box and flash the instruction <laughs> manual like. Ooh. Me, look at me. <laughs> I have this real income. Hey, you got the skills, the the big backlog, so I I gotta rub something, you know. Hey, <laughs> Alex, bad. Alex, if, if we can share about backlogs, you you got one too. Shh, we don't talk about that. Um, and speaking of backlog, um, I just got the confirmation for Gundam Pearls, the Nightingale. It should be here this weekend. Ooh, I want that one so bad, even if it doesn't move a whole lot. <laughs> I got That's... the um, HD Nightingale. Yeah. The, the well, what, what me and what me and Pinoy called uh, the uh, the Devil's Pikachu. <laughs> I mean, not wrong. Dude, except. Pinoy go. Pinoy went and did. The SD version of the Nightgale. That looks like a Pokemon, dude. I know. It looks awesome. I have the cross silhouette version. And now the HG. That's what she said. Oops. <laughs> okay, I'm going to have a problem. Because I like to get like the SD, the HG, the Master Grades. I forgot the yep. item. Dang it! So, so how do you, uh, so I said, how do you keep up with uh, with the community and building uh, and giving out your tips and stuff? Just because you're you've got so many projects that you usually have going on, and you're making all your content and everything. How, how do you even have the time to go through everyone else's stuff? Uh, so 
Some people have Facebook, some people have Twitter, some people have Instagram. I have TikTok. Uh, and so, uh, it, it's my bathroom reading material it, it is one part of it. And right. I, I, I genuinely like to see. So I'm going to take you down, trip down memory lane. I Do started it. posting January of 2019. Uh, so I, three years. Oh, Lord. Uh, and when I was first posting, there was no Gundam TikTok at all. Like, there was occasionally like a couple stop motion things, but that was it. Mm-hmm. And YouTube had already been saturated because you had Mecha Gaiotsku, Zaku Aurelius, uh, Go- Goku, Kakarot. Uh, oh, Kakarot 197. Yes. Hey, so you had a- I don't so you follow have- these people at all. And then you have who our guest was last week, uh, uh, Mobile Suit Blackman. And then uh, what's another one I fucking love? Um, Gunpla Melly, mm-hmm. I watch her stuff. Except hers are a lot of unboxing stuff, but a lot of the work that she does do is amazing. Um, a lot of her custom. Apologize for my dog in the background if you guys can hear that. Never apologize <laughs> for doggo. They're doing a hard work. Um, but yeah, so like I wanted to kind of bring that level of quality to tips and tricks and all of the fun stuff. So a lot of it is taking a project and doing multiple things with it and then breaking that up and then releasing in bite-sized chunks. I used to post it once a day and then I did that for over a year and got burnt out. Right. But let's, uh, let's start spacing this out a little bit. So now I post like once or twice a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I usually, I was doing like a lot of stuff and posting once a day too. Yeah. But I got burnt out really quick on that. And then um, usually I, I now I just make videos when I when I don't when I'm done with the build. So because they there's so many people doing the tips and tricks and they do it so much better than me. <laughs> so it's like I'd rather just have you guys do it and you can just see my shiny builds. That and is then, completely and totally valid. <laughs> I don't I don't do as bad. Sorry. Oh, you know, you didn't, yeah. Um, I was just well, gonna say. Um, I was just gonna say. I um, I, I forgot what I was gonna say. Never mind. Go ahead. I don't know. I uh, I was just reading the the chat here. I see we got a few, few other guys here. Uh, Skip Custom said, "Sorry, couldn't be there tonight." Guys, uh, have our family lake trip. It's all good, brother. You know, you're always here with us. You know, even if you're not. Uh, physical here with us like christian uh jj uh kim the and alboro df and you know those are all the members of uh, tech and syndicate even alex that has been having issues you know, connecting but oh, man. you know we always appreciate and always have you guys in thoughts another thing another thing that you that i got from you Oh, the watch kit back opener. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We all got one of those. And I got a question for you, uh, Snap from Kanoi. He says, uh, what do you use to clear code for the Molotov Chrome? I don't. So when you uh, clear code the Molotov... So we're going to talk a little bit of science. So when it comes to your paint, you've got your lacquers, you got your enamels, you got your acrylic-based lacquers or your water-based acrylics. Um, you also have alcohol-based. So the Molotov marker and the Gundam markers that are in Gunpla Demos' screen right now, those are all alcohol-based. 
when you top coat with a lacquer based acrylic, it fogs. It just does. Uh, and if you try to clear coat with something like Krylon, I think Krylon uses an acetone derivative as their propellant. So if you ever see a kit where it's like, my kit's melting after I clear coated it, it probably had acetone in the propellant. Um, <laughs> so that's the answer to that question. I don't. I leave it bare. Now, if you let it cure for 24 or 48 hours, it's going to develop a hard shell. It will still get foggy if you fing put your fingerprints all over it. Phrasing. Uh, and so you have to be very careful about that. Well, yeah, you don't have to click it. Oh, it's a cat. Yes. Yes, that's my cat. That's my kitty. It's Dolly. Oh, <laughs> like, you, um, like, I didn't see it because it was completely blocked by you. And then you lead, it's like, oh. Well, I want to go grab my Rigazi because that's a, a perfect example of what he was saying with the fogging. I actually kind of like the look of it a little bit. Um, it, uh, it's it's a matte coat too. So, but if you, I'm not sure if you can see with this camera, but my gloss got really foggy, and I wasn't sure if I put it on thick. But now I know why. Eh. Yeah. So, and matte top coats are going to make it look a little bit chalky, and that's kind of mm -hmm. why people like them because it. A matte top coat gives the kit that like painted feel. I actually bumped into a guy who was uh, doing commissions online, and mm -hmm. his idea of a commission was he was advertising them as painted kits. He was just clear coating them with a top coat, mm -hmm. and that was it. That was painted. Oh. It's not. It's not painted. <laughs> no. It looked closer to what was on the box, but there was definitely not painted. Yeah. Sometimes it it all depends on what I'm doing, but I always do let my stuff cure. So I'll, after I, I panel line while I build, so mm -hmm. I'll let everything sit for 24 hours, and then I'll do two very light coats because I don't want my plastic to melt, and quantity is everything. Now that I'm cheap. <laughs> yep. But you just um, do two spritz basically across the part is what I do, and then wait for wait another 24 hours, and then spray it again. Absolutely. Uh, the other thing is just making sure that you're using a hobby safe clear coat. Like I tend to avoid Krylon, like I said, cause it's got that acetone propellant, but Tamiya and Mr. Hobby are normally pretty safe. Yeah. I use the, um, my favorite is the, uh, Mr. Hobby. Well, the Mr. Super clean. Oh, the light blue can. Yeah. Uh, it's not the light blue can. It's the gray one. It's the gray tall one. Oh, nice. That's what they have at my hobby too. So, <laughs> I um I tried the blue cans and um, I think the gloss is from the blue cans on this one, and then the actual the mat is the um is the Mister Super Clear. Okay, nice. So yeah, like uh, I don't, for me, I, don't was like, I asked you last time, uh, Jason. You remember when I asked you about the uh, top codes and stuff? Yeah, I, I wanted to really like. Even Pinoy was it has been uh, explaining to me like a little bit about them, but I haven't even top coat any of any of the single builds I've done so far. So yeah, that was like my concern about it. I wanted to hear a little bit more about it. So before I grab the top coats, I mean it's an amazing effect if that's what you want. Like. Some people don't like to top coat their kits. They like the look of the matte finish. And I'm like, that's totally fine. Um, the other element is, is that if you're doing Gundam markers, just making or to me a panel liner, you're just letting that dry completely. Because 
I've seen a couple of videos where people do some gorgeous paint jobs and then they panel line it and it looks even more gorgeous. And then they immediately throw the clear coat on before the marker or panel lining fluid has a chance to dry. And either, again, with that Krylon clear top coat, because it's a acetone-based propellant, it's going to liquefy those and reactivate those enamel panel lines and cause them to run. Like that. I know it's hard to see, dang it. But yeah, that's exactly what happened with my gym, with my uh, build divers, Mafia gym, gym Mafia, whatever. <laughs> um, the really cool gym. <laughs> I, hey, I love a grunt suit. A good grunt suit, like, oof. Um, yeah, and then another thing that I'm seeing a lot of is people will spend a lot of time working on these amazing paint jobs, and then they'll go to panel line them, and then they go to clean up their panel lines, and I'll see them pull out the bottle of like testers enamel thinner and i'm just like oh no um the uh if you go to any grocery store really get a bottle of not the butane but a mm. bottle of lighter fluid and lighter fluid has enough of the dissolving properties to mm. clean up that but it's not strong enough to reactivate a acrylic or a lacquer based paint gotcha uh sorry i take that back uh, water-based acrylic paints like Games Workshop, mm -hmm. you can do some amazing reverse wash effects mm -hmm. with that. See, and I commit sacrilege because a long time ago I bought the testers um, enamel thinner. Um, I've never had a problem with it, but once again, it's all about quantity. I basically just dip it in really quick and then just squeegee it out until it's like dry to the touch. And then I very lightly go over the part. Why? See, and that's like, that's the name of the game. Like, you're playing with fire, I guess? No. <laughs> you're playing with, uh, well, yeah, no, that I am playing with fire when it comes to that. Because there's a good chance that I could ruin a kit. But I've ruined a couple, not really ruined a couple of my kits, but like my Wing Zero uh, HG, um, I used. The Tamiya panel line, uh, the Tamiya accent liner on it on bare plastic, and it got into like a micro fracture, and then just sh the knee just melted away basically. Like enough of it was there that I was able to glue it back all back together, so you can't even tell. And the same thing happened with my Moon Gundam. Dang, so it's happened a couple of times to the point where it's like, eh, unless I'm top coating, I'm not using Tamiya. So I, I got a question for you, Einstein. What is your take on the Rio Grade crossbow? Oh, I apologize. I'm gonna hurt feelings. I I don't I don't like the crossbow Gundam. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I also don't really like the wing Gundam. I'm sorry. <laughs> I also don't like the unicorn. Uh, when it comes to with you on that one there <laughs> okay the unicorn is just so overdone so like when i pick out a kit i'm like i want something that is not as spindly as the crossbone condom i am excited that they're adding to the real grade line because i think that it's an amazing line that needs more attention but i i want a real grade death scythe i want a real grade barbatos or i 
there's I want a perfect grade Barbatos. I want a perfect grade unleashed Barbatos. I think Ooh. that would be oh that'd be so good. I'd just be happy with Barbados Lupus MG. Or even any other MG of any of the Iron Blood uh, Iron Blooded Orphan suits. Yep. That show needs more love. Like from Van I, I love the Barbat like that is the exception to the rule. That is a spindly kit, but I mm -hmm. love it. As opposed to like I don't know. I'm trying to think of like another example. But like uh, I think that's why I like the Zakus and the Goofs is like they look chonky, right? Mm -hmm. Same thing with the gyms. Yeah. Also, gyms if, uh, if Gutsioid, Gutsioid Gumpla watches this, the GM. Yeah. That's what I used to call it. Because in the original anime dub, it was uh, it was GM. Throughout uh, the original movie uh, movie dubs, they called them GMs. They, in Stardust Memory, they're GMs. But if you go back and watch the latest dubs of some of the older shows, they're gyms. And it completely threw me off at first. I'm like, why are they calling them gyms? Why don't they say GM? It's like, they... oh, because they don't want to be associated with the car. <laughs> like, I... Mm. Or, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, in the original anime, in the original dub, they called Star Shaw. And it's gun oh! <laughs> Oh golly! Uh, I saw I saw you were doing a Wago um, a resin kit. How oh, yeah. how intriguing was it? Uh, so the re actually let me do this. So this is the shiny boy, the the shiny boy Zaku that I was working on with all okay. the chrome and the gold. Uh, this is what the resin kit is going over, but. I'm not putting the resin parts on that kit. I'm putting the resin parts on this clear uh, acrylic frame. So you'll get an exploded view of the armor floating around the inner frame. Okay. All right. So I, honestly, for the Zaku, it, it's part swap. That's it. There wasn't a lot of modification needed. You do need to paint it unless you want it to look like a weird brown. But I also have a resin kit for my art, my master grade uh, high new Gundam, and I'm excited to do that one. But it was a lot of fun. It's it's more brittle than like the plastic that we're used to working with, but because it's so brittle, you get so much of those nice sharp details that you can't you can't really get with the injection molding process. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if that answered your question. Yes. <laughs> You you actually did. You actually did. It is. I've been like I told the guys. I've been thinking about acquiring a resin printer so I can try to do my own wolf armor. So I will tell you this: most resin kits, what they are is, and you'll see this like when you act you when you buy one of these resin garage style kits, you're looking at you'll find fingerprints from where the person who made the original model was shoving like putty into a crevice to give it some more uh, meat to the armor. So it wasn't so thin and brittle. So what they do is they build these amazing kits. They scribe the panel lines, they do all this stuff. And then they take those parts and they either 
solder on or hot glue on or super glue on tabs okay. and then they injection mold them so they're not printed uh so if you wanted to do that you could build it out of plot plate and then do that exact same process and mass produce your maverick wolf uh resin kit that's a great idea that's it that's a great thought and i will i will deeply take it because i've been trying to like i've, I've always been wanting like i'm like we got the barbatos we got all these gundams but i would like to make my own <laughs> absolutely i'd buy it um i'm back and i feel like i missed a lot a lot There's no easy way to say this. Marcos, you gonna make your own key? Yeah, I'm thinking about making my own my, my own custom armor. What would you use as the the core? Yeah. Um, I either use either the Jesta core or the the core for the for the wing. Ooh. Like, because I will, I would love to use like the core Gundam, but there's no master grade of it or perfect grade, so I can't use that type of core to integrate stuff to it. But that's one of the things I liked it about the the core Gundam with the uh, different armors that it comes with, that you can inter inter interface, interchange. So making something like that to make your own armor will be great because. It's already made for different armor. Nice. So for the wolf element, would you do like, there's a Power Ranger whose helmet is kind of like, it's got like a wolf mouth and the face is inside the wolf's mouth. Would you do it like that? Yes. I love that. I would do like, so you know how like, so you know that the core Gundam comes with the Earth, uh, Earth armor, the Venus. Although, mm -hmm. So I will make one like like that like one that will be like a different atmosphere one like a flight mode one but all that comes with like with the wolf type like especially like hmm, i will say like with the at least with the jesta it will look more kind of like that 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 feeling of the wolf armor because it's like it will be like the special force type um, attack mode. Mm -hmm. Dude, that sounds awesome. That does sound wicked. Wicked. Sorry, wicked. I've been hanging with a lot of people from Boston. Wicked. Uh, um, so, <laughs> have you ever watched uh, Becca Gagotsu's video on lazy panel lining? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Guess where I learned how to panel line <laughs> with markers <laughs> for my snap plastic? Partially, yes. I actually take a bunch of techniques from everyone and then use what I what works for me, and then move on to and then try for other stuff. But I found this: even though my hands get all smudgy, I just end up coloring in the lines and then just wiping the excess away with my thumb. <laughs> See, it works. I got so excited when I saw Skid's video because. He posted a video about how he was using one of these, and uh -huh. I use one of these too. And I'm like, I've got that pen. <laughs> and ever since I started using this to panel line, I'm like, oh, I, I can't go back. Right. 
That just fills in, right? It, yeah, like the capillary action. Yep. It just knocks it out, and it's like, oh, this is so much fun. And there's something so satisfying about watching that video. The, yeah, there's just something so there's something so beautiful and satisfying about watching like you touch a single point, and then it just spider webs out. And even with uh, even with the Tamiya, yeah, it's really satisfying. This is quick though. <laughs> it still looks good. But yeah, it's definitely the quick, lazy way to pan a line. Uh, a wise man once said, if you have a difficult task, find a lazy person. He'll find an easier way to do it. Thank you, Mecca Gaigotsu. <laughs> She's on TikTok now. He's not very active, but he's on it. <laughs> yeah, I I checked out his page and then like I mean this may be incredibly snobby. If your page isn't super active, I don't tend to follow just because it's like I, I'm following to watch stuff. When right. the for you page is all out of whack and it's like, how did I end up on this side of TikTok? I want to be able to go to my following page and be like, ah, peace. <laughs> <laughs> I got one of those fountain pens too. And I'm like, let me try it. So it was going good, but now I can't find it. I think my son kind of like decided to play a prank before he left. And he stole yeah. your pen? No, I, I, think he, I think he hit it because um, he hit it. I had I, I had some of the parts from the Wing Gundam that they were missing. So I kind of like Okay, I'm not going to be able to finish it to order from uh, Make a Parts Guy. So I went and put it ahead and put it away. And when I open my cabinets for my Gundam uh, uh, area, I find it and I'm like, really? Really? Uh, we're just trying to be helpful. Put it away. Yeah. He was just obsessed with destroying the Gundams. I mean, to be fair, uh, I did that with my original G Gundams when I was uh, when I was an adolescent. I would play with them as action figures. Yep. They were not action figures. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the commercial said, though. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you remember those vintage commercials where they're like, uh, "Wing Gundam, twelve hours." Level right. two or something like that. It's like what the yeah. It's like it's like right now with the okay, yeah. It's like with the with with the Gundam uh, the uni uh, the universe Gundams like the action figures now that they have. Mm -hmm. I started seeing that I'm like. Oh, okay, cool. So we got now Gundams and packages, and we can like, and they're kind of like almost built. And then I looked at them, I'm like, that's an action figure. Uh, no, you're staying right where you're at. Yep. I've actually so a while ago, Star Wars or Bandai partnered with Star Wars, and they put out a Boba Fett statue. But I saw the Bandai logo, so I assumed, oh, it's a model kit. I, I'll build Boba Fett. This is gonna be awesome. I get it home, and it's like, oh, there's only like three pieces. And when I returned it, because I wasn't, I, I didn't want it. I returned it. And the clerk was like, was there anything wrong with it? I'm like, there wasn't enough pieces. And they're like, wait, it was missing pieces? I'm like, no, there just wasn't enough. Yep. 
it's just awesome like right now like you got what what's the, the uh the mandalorian uh you got one of them now made for mando which is good uh, um so i'm like okay we're gonna continue making more of these uh different armors uh, the, the different uh series types and all that stuff the ones i've been keeping my eyes out right now are the Mega Man uh model kits those Ooh, look that's... so cool dude i'm like i gotta get one i gotta get one because i remember like i grew up with Mega Man, and basically everything that has to do with Mega Man, He-Man, uh, G.I. Joe, all that stuff, which is good. Which I think I saw. I'm not sure if I saw one or is it for real or was just I was dreaming. But I think Pinoy also mentioned it because I think he saw it too. It was the Snake Eyes model kit. Hasbro's been licensing out to flame, flame toys and stuff like that. They've licensed out Transformers. I wouldn't see why they wouldn't tra- license out G.I. Joe. I'm so upset with flame toys. Yeah. Ooh. Did you get one of their kits? I, I have several of their kits. I hate all of them. Right. I got the star scream and I'm like, if this were 20 bucks, I'd be a lot happier with this. <laughs> like the color correction stickers and like the, I got the Optimus Prime one. The Optimus Prime one, the instructions, it's missing steps. Seriously? Yeah. I made a whole TikTok video about it. It was one oh. of my first reviews that I did. And I was like, okay, this this, this is bad. Like, I, I get, like, you know, if you look at Lego instructions, it's easy to miss, like, a step here or there. Mm-hmm. But this was, like, it just, the step wasn't there. Yeah. The one, the, the kid I've been looking at lately that I've been trying to get it, and I saw it as the Master Chief. Ooh, that would be cool, especially like Halo Infinite coming out. I saw it. It was like for I think it was for like seventy bucks, but it looks so it, it, it's so articulated. I thought at first since they were selling uh, the action figures of them, I'm like, ah, okay, you know, this probably be going to be one of those action figures things. Then I started looking at it, and I saw that no. You actually get to build the whole thing out of it. And I'm like, I want it. I need uh, it. Yes. So Maverick, if you're interested in doing a resin kit um, and, and you like the gym, the company that I get most of my metal parts from, Simpro Model Kits, uh, or Simpro okay. Models, they make a resin kit, like a resin dress-up kit for the GM Sniper called the Spartan. So you convert Ooh. a GM sniper into Master Chief. That is that is sick. That's... Actually, me. Uh... I, I really that was that would be amazing. Uh... Right now, like I got a message from Pinoy. Let's see what he sent me, and let's see what is it. USA Gundam store. Yep. It's a USA Gundam store, and here it is, guys. Oh, no, wait. That's ten percent off. <laughs> but here he is, the Snake Eyes GI Joe. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, that is neat. 
That is so freaking cool. Nope. But we have that one, and let me see where it was it, because I remember I saw it before, so I'm going to find it. Now, you, now Hiro Yuri, I don't want to find Hiro Yuri. Uh, I dropped the link to that Spartan kit in the uh, chat. Okay. It looks like it's currently out of stock, which makes me sad, but it is such a cool kit. Anyway. Oh, and I... Sorry, going back to panel lining really quick. Normally, I'm going back to panel lining really quick. I, uh... I always panel line white with gray usually, but for wing zero, there's sometimes I make exceptions where it's mm -hmm. like, okay, I really want really dark lines on this. Even on the pearl white. The only thing that sucks is this is harder to clean off. <laughs> yep. Uh, I typically do gray for my whites and then I'll do black for any color that isn't in the red family. So like the oranges, the browns, the reds, those all get the brown marker. Mm -hmm. Yellow usually gets brown for me. Same Z's. Uh, I think I kind of messed up with that with, with the panel line for it. I apologize, people. <laughs> um, there's a couple of times where I have made exceptions. Um, I didn't for Wing Zero, but my Curios, I was like, nope, it's getting all black, all black. Oh yes, that black, orange, white contrast. Oh yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. But oh. I don't. I have to move like five other kits to bring it down and show it. So, hey, <laughs> oh, that looks sick. So here it is. Here's the Master Chief. Scale is it? Does it say? It's a. I mean, it's not going to work because like, it's going to say something like one seventh or one eighth or something like that, which doesn't really translate to Gundam, but. Mm -hmm. You know, all it says is level level three, 161 pieces, nine inches tall. Oh, oh, nine inches. Nice. Dang. Wow. So that's like master grade size. How much is it? Uh, tell you right up. Buy now. Or you can buy it from Target, Amazon. Go to Target and see. Okay. I can use my red card. Dixie just wants to be part of the show so bad. Is Dixie the doggo? Yep. She's a coon hound. Is your official mascot? She is, because there's a lot of times, if, if you've ever watched a show, there's a lot of times where I'm out in the kitchen mm -hmm. instead of in my office, and you'll see her in the corner. And like uh, Kim has popped up a couple of times. It's like you can see her just about to start, or like, hey, hey, and then start barking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I love it. It's... Well, right now they got one on eBay for $45. Ooh. Oh, it depends. Uh, like, like... It, it's from uh... the company name. I'm not saying this all right. There it's Brock Kids. Yeah. Brock Kids uh, right now. Yeah. So, like 30 bucks, a Halo, and a Batman Arkham. I finished the course, though. That's my progress. There we go. Nice. 
I have the I have the gin in my backlog too. I I love the look of this kit. Like it just the the lines. Right. It looks so it's so Zaku like without being a Zaku. I I, I kind of felt that was my problem. One one of my problems with some of the designs of C of C Destiny. It's like okay, some of this is just rehash. It's kind of cool, but at the same time, it's like at least the gin was its own thing. Yep. I didn't like Destiny too much. <laughs> I didn't like Kira in that in that one. He's just so smug. Yeah. You want to punch him in his Jesus face. Yep. I'm like, no. No, thank you. Uh, Lock on Stratus was definitely my favorite from that series. Well, that was Gundam Double O. Oh, Seed. Sorry, I got them mixed up. I kind of forgot about Seed as a... Uh... What's her face? The redhead, the manipulative one. Right, no, I know who you're talking about. I can't remember her name either. Oh, the one that dies, uh, girlfriend. Yeah, she's a girlfriend for like two episodes, where they have underage, like in the anime, actual, like not graphic, but it still makes you feel weird. It's like, why is this here? Why can't they just insinuate it? Why they gotta actually like show a little bit? It's Japanese people. Come on, that sounds racist. I'm sorry. It's one of those things oh. where, like, there's definitely a cultural element to it. And then you can also think, like, they're in elementary school. So what would an elementary school student's response be to that situation? Because, like, Stephen King did the same thing in It. Mm -hmm. There were kids yeah. who were put into a very traumatic situation. I forgot about that part. I tried to push it out of my head. <laughs> yep. Do, same. Did you, you want a balloon? No, 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 no. Not no. at all. Ever. No, thank you. I love the like when it would, when when the remake came out, I was watching it with uh my family over here. And she's looking at the TV and I go to the living room and I come out. I mean I go to the kitchen and 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 grab one of my son's balloon, blow it up, and let it go. And then she's like, she looks at the balloon, and she goes, what the? And I'm like, do you want a balloon? Oh, God, that's evil. Why? That no. Is, no. I agree with I said no. None of that is okay. Right? You got to have fun. You know, it's like, at least I didn't do it on a Friday the 13th. He came out with a Jason mask. Oh, geez, it is Friday the 13th right now, isn't it? It is, it is. Yes, today is Friday the 13th. Like, uh, oh, mm -mm, none of that. Mm -mm. Like, if you were to ask me, hey, what is your least favorite genre of film? It's horror. I hate horror. I, I don't understand why anyone would be like, oh, let's intentionally engage my fight or flight instinct. That sounds like a good time. It's a rush. Problem I have with most horror movies is that they don't scare me. Like, uh, my first my first R rated movie was Alien. Ooh, see, okay. When it comes to horror, there, there's like slasher films like Freddy vs. Jason or. Uh, That's a comedy. <laughs> That's or, a <laughs> like any of those slashers, scream, all that, like that's all fine. I'm cool with that. But then you get into like the conjuring or 
uh, insidious or like any of those psychological like. <sighs> and insidious is the only one I found to actually be like scary. It's like, oh, that 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 could happen. Hmm. Yeah, like, I remember like I remember like growing up as a kid, I was afraid of Freddy Krueger when I was growing up. Because like I was a kid, my mom decided to play a prank while we were watching a Freddy Krueger. She turned off all the lights in the house. And we were living in Charleston. And it was raining one day. And she goes outside and goes to the metal windows and just scratch the shit out of them. And dude, we all ran to the room. The movie was still playing. She comes in and everybody okay. And I'm like underneath my, my bed, like, no, no. And then like knowing that Freddie, you know, he's he hunts you in your in your dreams. So I was having trouble going to sleep. And to one day I was watching uh Freddy Krueger 4 and I heard the girl say, It's my dream, I can do whatever I want. I'm like, You're right, you're right. I shouldn't be afraid of him. <laughs> or like a day whenever a cat would hiss at me, I thought that I had an alien inside of me. Oh god. <laughs> oh my god. I was six, okay. <laughs> uh so uh, there is a TV show that was on in the eighties called Sequest. Uh, uh, Sequest, I, I remember that one. I remember it. So there's this episode where this alien egg crashes on Earth and it like attaches to the side of the sub and the aliens deal is that it steals people and then it assumes them and then mimics them. And so like these friends and loved ones were like, Oh, it's so good to see you. And then that like, it snaps their neck and eats them. And it's like, I, I was very young and I did not trust anyone that I saw that henceforward. It's like, I don't know who you are. I, I'm your parents. No, 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 you're an alien. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, that will be that will be the day that I, I'll be like, nope, hell no, still wait. My mom was like, "What is wrong with him? Where is he getting this idea?" And my dad, he was like, "Oh, it'll be fine. He can watch this. It'll be it'll be great." <laughs> that blew up in his face. And then, like, okay, so if as a child you were ever terrified of anything on TV, go back watch it now as an adult and like realize. Wait, what? Ooh, terrible rubber mask monster makeup, like. Right. The Hellraiser franchise, like with Pinhead. Only the first two yeah, movies are good, though. Um, Pinoy uh, says Mimic, that's a good B-horror film. Uh, that's, um, that's, uh, I can never pronounce his first name. Gimino Del Toro. Mm -hmm. Del Toro. That was one of his first, like, big movies. Guillermo? Yeah. Guillermo? Guillermo? Guillermo Toro. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I love his work, but I can never pronounce his name because I grew up in south uh, Southeast Michigan. He did Pan's Labyrinth, right? Yep. Uh, uh, Pellboy um, started Silent Hills. And uh, that's oh, still sore spot. <laughs> Silent yeah, Hills. He to this day, like, when we're driving and there's, like, a dense fog, I'm like, is there a detour I can take? Right. Well, no, he, was working, he was working on the game, on a new game with uh, Kojima before uh, uh, Konami went nuts. 
and started canceling everything. You know, there, there's a bunch of movies that 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 you seen. It's like Children of the Corn. Uh, yeah, that one's still creepy. I watched it a few years ago. It's still creepy. You know, there's something always years, creepy about creepy kids. <laughs> you know, a few a few years ago, I went to like because I used to live in in New Jersey, so my my sister in law. She used to live, I mean, she lives in Reading, Pennsylvania. So we would take the roads and it will bring us through the back roads. And then suddenly you see all these cornfields. And I'm like, oh, hell no. I've seen this movie. I know how this ends. Oh, no. Step on it. Step on it. Move, car. Move. Uh, Jeepers Creepers was another one. Like, it, it gave me the heebie jeebies. <laughs> Because, like, you have this monster that awakes every, like, so often. Every decade. Yeah, and, like, looking back on it, it's like, why did they just encase the thing in concrete? Like, just make a slab and then dump it in the ocean. That's why, like, I always, like, when I was a kid, when I was growing up and I saw, like, things like that, I always try to stay away from certain places, like Texas. For the takes a chainsaw massacre. I'm like, oh hell no. Oh. The 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 uh, the Texas chainsaw massacre, the wrong turns. I'm like, ah, if we get lost from the GPS, we're stopping and we're looking through the map before we continue. <laughs> yep. Oh. No, that don't pitch, pick up hitchhikers. Nope. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, can you give me a right? Oh uh, no, I'm sorry, we're full. I don't see nobody. We're full. <laughs> it's like we're invisible people. By, and we see, like, huh, there's someone on the side of the road that needs help. They may actually need help. Right. Or, you know. Um, I got a story. So when I was, I was in my teens, like 14, 15, uh, my dad was deployed. And my sister, my brother, and my mom, as part of, uh, we were visiting him when he was on leave. And mm -hmm. they did this thing where... They hosted a movie night. Like if you, if you showed your military ID, you got to go see a movie for free for the kids. And it was only like G-rated stuff. So we were going to go see Willy Wonka and the chocolate, the remake. <laughs> and like we were so excited, like oh yeah, Willy Wonka, awesome sauce. Uh, at the same time, another movie came out called The Devil's Rejects. Uh, and this whoa. theater, to save money, what they would do is they would program the uh, projector because you know it's all hard drives and stuff, right? Uh, to play one movie and then the other. And depending on when you walked into the theater, that's the movie that was playing. So whoever set it up messed up the time slot. So <laughs> I am in this theater with dozens of little kids and a couple of like parents and single moms and dads who whose spouses are currently on duty or doing whatever. So we're all sitting there. I'm like, wow, these previews are kind of dark because there was like Alien versus Predator and a couple other like, you know, not fun movies. I'm like, Huh. And then you keep seeing at the back of it, it's like this preview is uh rated appropriately for this film. Mm -hmm. And it's like, huh. And the opening scene of the devil's rejects is a woman's nude body being drugged through the leaf who's been murdered. Yep. And so in unison, all of these parents like stand up and go find the theater manager and they shut it down. There's a huge there's tons of apologies. And yeah, it, it was uh it was are an experience. You, maybe the projectionist did an actual Tyler Durden, the uh, the millennial version of the Tyler Durden. Oh boy! 
<laughs> it's like, oh, I don't know if it was his last day, if someone ticked him off or what, but all I know is that my siblings did not sleep well the entire rest of that trip. Right? No, that's a that's a hardcore movie. That's a that's like this close to being put in a in a, a grindhouse theater. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not a bad thing, because I'm sure there's lots of fans out there. Um, I'm sure there are lots of fans out there, but there's it, a time and place. Yep. There's a time and place for everything. B one nineteen. Why I keep on looking at the F instructions, and it's like, no, I need one B one nineteen. There we go. Undergating is amazing. It is. I love it. That was. I wish that. I wish though that um the the Mark II HG Titan colors was undergated because that plastic is so scratchy. Like you, you go to sand off nubs and it leaves all kinds of marks. Yeah. Like. like finish the head i i love like it looks like a power ranger bad guy it does it looks so good yeah. and like it yes, doesn't it have does. it's got pipes but they're all hidden behind this like cowl mm-hmm. yeah i'm excited about that. Was, what was it um oh i finished the so i did the 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 kamiki a couple days ago kind of finished it mm-hmm. and for me it was i was like okay you know it's fine it's good but i use for panel line, I went ahead and did different color panel line. I did, like, with the panel line for this one, I went with orange. And it came out It came out pretty cool. I'm like, okay, I like I like the way the, the panel lines are coming out, you know, different colors. Because, you know, we always do the regular panel line colors. But mm-hmm. then I was like, okay, I got to do something, something different. So hopefully, you know... With all the different kits coming out and stuff, more panel line comes available. Like I, I would love. I'm still trying to get a white panel line to do it for the at least for the Jesta because it, the the colors are kind of like too dark. So I would like to panel line it with white. Um, I've seen a couple of people use the Molotov markers to panel line in like a chrome silver. Yeah, I did that with my Gerard Tetra. Maybe it was yours that I saw. Probably. I saw someone um, do it. That one's easy to get to. Yeah. Well, JJ just wrote uh, on the WhatsApp chat. He said, sorry, guys, running running around getting mats for the mother-in-law. Hope you guys have fun. Oh. Yeah, I don't think my lighting. Eh, the lighting sucks. But I did okay. it. I didn't do it all, but, like, the chest line here and then on the on the shoulders i need to dust this um yeah i try not to overdo it with the with the with the chrome i like to just do small subtle details with it because i think if you try it too much it can get gaudy in my opinion for my kids i i feel attacked right now like this boy this shiny boy right here feels attacked that, I saw you put them that, putting that one together, and ooh, he was it looks a, he, so he, good. It wasn't meant to. It, it wasn't meant for you. Uh, I think he was just, you know, letting his mind speak in a little bit. <laughs> no, I, I once again for my kits, 
Yeah, it's I like yours. Yours look, that looks fantastic. That I could never do that in a million years just because I don't have the patience to try and do it that nice. So here's one thing that I love about the Gumpla community that you can do it any which way you want. So there's two things like whenever I see comments on videos, like there are very few things that frost my cookies. The biggest thing though is when you see someone who's like, oh, you should have done it this way. Like, no, I, I, I did it this way because that's the way I wanted to do it because that's how I wanted it to look. It's the same thing mm. with like acetone battle damage. That is totally a valid weathering technique if that mm. is what you want. It's your kit. You bought it. You bought all the supplies to do it. You spent the time working on it. If anyone else tells you, oh, well, you're actually technically that should be an opaque color. You know what? Shoo. Just shoo. Right. No one likes a poofy pants. Uh, and the other thing is, like, for me, at least, I always like to tell people life is too short to, like, only learn from your own mistakes. The exception mm -hmm. to that rule is this hobby. I like making mistakes. Like, when I was working on that spaceship, the back engines, the... Actually, I'm going to show this off because I'm incredibly proud of how this turned out. Like, uh... So... Battlestar Galactica, e... and I got it all wired up. Oh, so cool. <laughs> so this engine effect, this went through like six or seven iterations before I got it, how I wanted it to look, how it's like a frosted blue-white. Uh -huh. And like so many failures, so many missteps, but they, I, I enjoyed every step of it because I was learning something. And right. it bugs me when people try to take that away from me by like, oh, actually, you do it this way. It's like, I, if I wanted to know, I would have asked. Right. Oh, I agree 100%. It's like, um, and once again, it's like I try to learn as much as I can from other people and just try to take what all of that and try to make it work for me and my style and what I want to do. Because I primarily do straight builds. I don't do much custom work. A lot of that is just resources. But um, I, I, uh, my airbrush has been on the fritz for a while. I need a new... My, uh, my airbrush is like from the 80s. So it's it's done. The hose is done. <laughs> so no, that's a it's a siphon feed. So it's like I, I really want a gravity feed airbrush with a proper... Uh, air compressor because I'm using a 200 psi air compressor that's meant for like low uh, low impact um, Mac tools. <laughs> that's what I use. I got well, a so, compressor. Right, but it, you got yours like hidden with soundproof areas and stuff. <laughs> I, I have I have it just out and it annoys the neighbors. I'm really close to my neighbors here. <laughs> Ooh, that's valid. So it's like I don't want to always want to run that thing. I just need to go to Harbor Freight when I have two hundred bucks. But man, just just go to Walmart.com and get the same one I got it with the with the air tank on top. Mm. It at least that's what's good because I bought like I know for Christian has been working the the one from Harbor Freight because I bought one from Harbor Freight and for me it just didn't work. So I'm like okay, let's try a different. So. Then I got the one from Walmart.com with the with the air tank, and I'm like, okay, good. 
and then my airbrush uh, tip when I was cleaning it after my boy kind of like <gasps> plugged it up, went down the drain. And I'm like, never mind, just go back to uh, hand painting. Let's do all the techniques. <laughs> <laughs> and now I got the airbrush again, thanks to Pinoy Daddy. He sent me this. Uh, he sent me that. It came with this. That's so cute. And just knowing Pinoy, and you know him too, he sent these. Oh, those are sick. That's awesome. Yeah, this coins is like, see the middle finger there? It says F-U-C-K. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you know, it's good. You know, thank you. You know, really appreciate. You know, that's why I love this community. Because you get to make good friendships along the way. Especially like with Jason, Alex, JJ, all the members of uh, Tech and Syndicate when we started getting together. I kind of like kidnapped them into being part of Tech and <laughs> without saying we're going to be Tech and <laughs> like, oh, by the way, you're in the group. What? Like I did with uh, New Type Nation, JJ. They're like, hey, we're, we're making a group. Okay. We, we want to know if you want to, if you want to join. Uh, let me think. Oh, you're already in. <laughs> It's like when your mom's just, like, hey, do you want to go to the grocery store? Not really. I I, I was, no. Getting the I, was I was not asking. asking. <laughs> I was not asking. You just that asked. Not, I'm so confused. Yeah, that was not a question. <laughs> yeah, you're like, what? That was not a question, son. That was an affirmative. You're going with me to the grocery store. The way my mom always did it was like, hey, do you want to go to the grocery store? No, nah, not really. Okay, I was trying to be nice. Get in the car. <laughs> yeah. I thought I had a choice. You did. You chose wrong. Right? <laughs> he chose the wrong answer. Mm. Gotta deal with them consequences now. He chose mm -hmm. poorly. To be fair. To be fair. Uh, I can't help myself. Have you ever? You guys from the South don't, probably don't hear much of Canadian television. <laughs> so I actually was born in Minnesota. So oh, no way. I've been very fortunate. I haven't encountered a word during this conversation where that has ousted me as being a uh, Midwesterner. Hey, there's nothing wrong with it. But continue. Constantly, constantly say sorry and ope. Ope. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, ope. Yeah. Ope, sorry. Didn't I squeeze by you there. <laughs> my bad. It's more Canadian. It's uh, more Canadian. But I mean, I live in Michigan. I live right on the St. Clair River between Lake Huron and Lake uh, Lake Erie. Mm -hmm. So it's actually like St. Clair, but no one knows about Lake St. Clair outside of Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. So I got Canada. Like I, I go two blocks. Uh, two blocks west and. I can see Canada. It's kind of cool. I live on a river, on a nice river. It's not too polluted, unless you go down a little bit. Uh, you may want to ban 7S uh, Gox yeah. Pose 137. Get out of here, spam. How do I do that? Got it. Uh, if you want, you can make me a mod. 
Oh, he did it. Eh. Get out of here, spam. Yep, yep, I yep, don't yep, like yep. spam! Nope. I, I actually find spam to be quite delicious with the right seasonings. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially when I was making it. Fair, but I was making a reference. <laughs> you have to wonder, the guy who came up with the term spam, like, what, 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 and he, ham. Like, does he not like it? Did, is that why he named, like, the bane of the email world's existence after it? Is that what was Probably. going on? Probably. I have no idea. I, I take, tend not to listen to those people, considering that the guy who created the GIF format says it's jiff it's not how english works my friend he's wrong even if he did create the format graphics yeah. graphics interchange format <laughs> you know we call it we you know we call it in spanish hamonilla a gif no the, the spam oh oh okay <laughs> our brains went to the same place because i was like <laughs> What? <laughs> I'm trying to be sensitive, but I, I don't get it. Right. Yeah. No, but like, yeah, but with the, with that, we have like there's certain words that we kind of like have the same term in, in in English, especially when it comes to like graphics and and channels and stuff. Like you try to look for the for the right word, and you're like, uh. uh yeah, that word. And you're like, well, you don't have a Spanish translation for it? Uh, no. That's because English is fun. Doesn't I mean, adhere to any rules. Yeah. Uh, I That and, you know, and plus, like I tell most of our, my friends and stuff, Spanish language, translating stuff from Spanish, it's really, into English, it's really hard. Because you go, through, you go through the through through the like, we got like from one word we got like twenty different meanings. My wife has a bachelor's in Spanish, and so she was trying to explain to me like the the feminine versus masculine of different words, and I'm like, I no hablo español. <laughs> Queso. Yeah. Queso. Uh, I know how to ask for cheese. I, I know how to say, como se dice. Yeah. And then the English word that I'm trying to figure out what in the world I'm trying to say. Uh, and then that, that's about it. Uh, like, I remember when I was a kid, uh, since I grew up in the States, I kind of had a big, huge problem trying to, like, relate to my to my family when i didn't want to uh like speak and my mom was like what you forgot how to speak all a minute and i'm like uh uh, uh yes. and i will and I, and I will answer in english and my mom was like no that's not what i want to hear i want to hear you say it in spanish and i'm like mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. she's like come on i'm like nope i you're not making me say the word in spanish and she was like Okay, I will tell you that, and I will like speak it. <laughs> that was so like 
wrong from like, ma, please don't make me speak Spanish. I don't want to speak Spanish. I don't want to hear Spanish. I don't care about the Spanish. And here I am. <laughs> I wish I had paid closer attention to my foreign language classes. I took French in that's, college. I, I took Japanese in high school. <laughs> Do you remember any of it? I uh, I can remember some words. I can remember how to introduce myself very extremely super duper politely. Um, Watashi wa Jason Robbins does dozo roshiku onigaishimasu. Hi. Hi. That, that's basically the super duper polite way of saying, Hi, my name is Jason Robbins. Uh, bonjour. Uh, bonjour, je m'appelle Thomas. And. The, the Thomas on the French accent element was, yeah, always kind of tricky. Mm -hmm. But I had to stop taking the class, so I never took Japanese, too, so I never learned any kanji. And I've kind of forgotten how to do half of... I, I've forgotten most of hiragana and uh, hiragana and uh, katakana. Oh. I used to have those have those alphabets like memorized and down. Like even like five years after I graduated high school, I still remembered it. Well, you know what they say: if you don't use it, you lose it. You do. And it's like, oh, I still want to go to Japan. Same. I cannot wait for the whole quarantine mess to be over. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Well, as soon as you know, I think. Once COVID is gone, we got to wait for Delta variant to be gone as well. And, and gamma, gamma and Lambda. And, gamma and, you know, and whatever you want and Zeta and all those, you know. Because now we got from, you know, from the regular uh, virus now we, uh, and the variants, we got some sororities. That's kind of like, what the hell is going on with this world? It's one of those things where it's like... Uh... As soon as the virus started to sound like am anime names, then I would get, started to get a little bit worried. Right. Yeah. Because I could absolutely see a mobile suit Lambda and be like... <sighs> All right. For the stress, I got to wipe it off. Oh, for corners, I, I, don't use my, I don't use my fingers. I use my, I use my hobby tips for that. I get the, I get hobby tips. All right, like Q-tips? They are basically Q-tips, but the oh. reason why, the things that make them different and why I distinctly call them something different is because uh, they're like really tightly packed. Because when you try to use a Q-tip, um, <clears throat> I always find that they're too fuzzy. So mm -hmm. they, le they leave a little bit or they catch on the parts. These don't at all. And they're like, they're, they are like four bucks for a package of 50. But... They have different sizes and stuff, and I find that they're they work just as well as you know just wiping it off with your fingers, as long as you get to it before it dries. Amen. And you can do some really cool shading and stuff with it too. So one of the things that I sprung for was this tool, and it's a steel rod, and then it's got these spongy tips on the end that you can Ooh. pop off and replace, and it's got like a a pointy one and then like a round one. Ooh. It's really useful for uh, going over masking tape and making sure that it's like pushing down, and then also for mm -hmm. cleaning up panel lines. Right. 
Um, and the nice thing about this is it is a dense enough sponge where it will, it'll take some of the lighter fluid when you're taking off the panel line or trying to clean it up, but it doesn't absorb it so much that it ruins it like makeup sponges do. Right. And then there's no fibers. So you don't get any of the fiber streaking that even like I've tried dense packed, uh, hobby tips before. Right. Uh, Q-tips, but yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going to steal that now. That's mine. Hobby tips. I'm stealing it. Do it. Do it. You, I'm down. You're using you a TikTok, TikTok claim it as my own. Just make sure you tag me in it. (laughs) No, no, it's fine. I'm going to file a lawsuit if anyone else tries to use it. Oh, boy. Um, I'm using it right now. (laughs) Pinoy asks, what is your preferred liquid mask? Oh. This stuff is the most amazing. I know it's flipped. It's Green Stuff World's liquid mask. I have tried about six different variations from Micromark, from SMS, from Mr. Hobby, a couple other smaller brands. This stuff is by far the best. You put it on, the brush never gets clogged. It dries fast enough. It doesn't bleed over. So when you actually put down like a stripe to mask, it doesn't leak out. Right. And so when you go to paint it and then you peel it up, you've got this bleed over from when you masked and it doesn't do that. And okay. it comes up in one clean sheet. Like when I did that video of unmasking the engines of the Battlestar, mm-hmm. that's the stuff I used. Okay. Yeah, because I tried masking. Um, I was just doing ham, uh, deta- uh, some hand painting detail on my Wyndham, on the Striker pack, because it had because uh, the black edges of the striker pack have those color correcting stickers mm-hmm. so i tried to use gunmetal gray on it instead and i did mask it and everything i thought it did a good job i didn't go over too much on the tape but when i peel it all off there was still like a pretty big mess mm-hmm. so what's the difference between liquid masking and regular masking so the nice thing about liquid masking is and actually i can show you um so shake it up when you pull it out i'm gonna try not to dip on my keyboard it kind of looks like nail polish Mm -hmm. and then if i put a little bit on this kit right here okay now you let it cure and dry so i'm gonna set that aside and actually i think no, I didn't do it too thick. So you let that dry. And then it's essentially like a little bit of latex that's gone oh. over it. And once it kicks and cures, now you've got a airtight gap, like gapless seal over the part. And then when you peel it away, it's crisp and clean. The downside is, is that it's very organic looking. So it's great for like rounded surfaces and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing you can do though, is let's say you want to do a straight edge. You can take your hobby knife and use that as like a line. If you score it or cut through the, the latex, you can peel that up and leave the other bit intact. Okay. But so you don't have to, so on your first try, as first time laying it down, you don't have to be super accurate because if it's like, because if I'm doing these kind of straight line, it's going to be along like a panel line where a sticker was supposed to go. So I would just cut that and then just peel the part off that I wouldn't use. Exactly. I'll have to get that. So, like, it's amazing stuff, and you can kind of see... I'm not sure how well this is going to focus. Uh, you can see the edges are turning a little bit darker as mm-hmm. it dries. 
Okay. And so once it's completely that dark color, then it's like there. It is the same effect, just like getting white Elmer's glue and putting it on your fingers, letting it dry, right. and then you peel it off. Okay. Oh, that sounds super useful. Because, yeah, the, it's it was that one. Actually, my the thing is, is that my Zeta, because I have the HD Revive Zeta, and I forgo. I, I that was one of the first times I actually like airbrushed and stuff. Um, and I didn't touch the white, but I did do basically the entire backpack. Um, and it actually turned out pretty good. But I did the red first, then I did the black. <laughs> the other element is you're supposed to be at least a little bit patient with it, and I am mm. not. <laughs> right, no, we all, I, I feel like I, I struggle with that too. So it's uh, just so you know, uh, it's ten. It's almost ten thirty. Oh, dang! So, now, let me do this real quick, and then I'll leave. So, okay, I blew on it a bit. You can see that it's kind of dry, and then you just come in here with your uh, tweezers, grab the edge, and then you peel it up, and then it comes up in one solid sheet. Nice. nice. I gotta get one of those then. And there's no residue. And uh, if you look at the video I did, like in those deep channels where the engines were, it could you imagine cutting out a piece of masking tape to fit in there and then shoving it in there? Like it, it no. this was brush this on, score the edge with a hobby knife, peel away the excess, paint, and then peel off the actual mask when you're done. That is so awesome. I love it. But yeah, it is uh, time for me to disappear. I appreciate y'all so much for having me on your show. It was so much fun. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. We'll have you back on uh, some other uh, some other time, of course. Absolutely. Um, and if anyone's going to be in the DC metro area uh, at Station Unity this coming weekend, I will be there doing a model building workshop. I'll also be doing a couple panels on airbrushing techniques and then also getting started with commissions. Nice. Um, anywhere else, uh, so they can, uh, people can find you also on, on, uh, um, on TikTok, of course, that's your bread and butter. Do you have Instagram yes. or anything else? Uh, yes, I'm located everywhere on the internet as I underscore snap underscore plastic. Our... Uh, and then like for station unity, which is the name of the convention, I'm super excited because I get to meet, uh, the original bad guy from Mortal Kombat. He's going to be one of the guests. No matter what, he is always Shang Tsung. No matter who, what other actor plays him, he is Shang Tsung. Exactly! And then Good. a bunch of people from the Orville is going to be there. I get to meet Steve Smith. I'm so excited. Nice. That's so awesome. But yeah, if you guys, gals, are going to be there, please swing by and say hi. I'm all the way in Michigan, otherwise I would. <laughs> I was well, DC right now. Like I will go uh, like in heartbeat, but you know. Well, I will dip. Y'all have a wonderful evening. Thank you so much again, and I'll see you next time. Thank you. Very All much right. Thank you, you so much for coming. Bye, everyone. Have a good night. All right. Well, All right. uh, so it was fun. It was, yeah, it was fun. fun. Having the, having the basically we will call it. 
the de- the father of tick uh, gumpla TikTok. Right. But, you know, ice not plastic. Having him here on the podcast it was fun. You know, it was good. He got you know with all his tips and everything. It's really awesome that you know we get to have got people like him because he always gives back to the community, which is what we on TechEdit are trying to do. Show our mutual thanks, you know, our mutual thanks for this community and give back what we learned with the new generation coming up. For sure, because it seems like every few months there's a new group, there's like a new legion of, uh, of Gumpla TikTokers. Um, I'm seeing them pop up all the time, and it's great to see the community expand, and not just on TikTok, but Instagram and and uh, Facebook and YouTube, all of the different communities. Um, you know, the, we're we're a small group, but we're a very close, tight knit group. <laughs> yep, that so. is true. That is true. You know, at least you know it was good. You know, I'm you know I'm sad that most of the guys weren't here to for this awesome experience, but right? the same time you know we all know that certain things you know are out of our control just wish everybody is doing okay and everything goes right to where it has to be you know here you know we there's much love for everybody here in the community if you have any questions any doubts hit us up on instagram tiktok for those who have instagram and tiktok you can find us there if you have questions anything that you want to ask us about go ahead if you want to later on catch on the podcast you can go on spotify apple podcast youtube you can find yep. us there we have uh as i believe right now we're, we're still working on the other episodes that we already did we got i am getting i i am getting the episodes up this weekend i promise i promise i promise yeah, i promise good, you know like it, it's good you know, i'm just letting people know like right now don't expect to like there's certain episodes that are there, you know, and it's going good. It's been taking a, a little time because, you know, everything that we have going on in our lives. But and just follow us, you know, it's good. The podcasts are great. I've been hearing from people back home from Puerto Rico, like friends of mine that they don't do nothing related to the, the hobby. And they're like, dude, I was listening to this podcast. I'm like, yeah, because I saw it on your Facebook. I mean, on your Facebook that you posted something about the podcast and all stuff. So I went and looked at it. I'm like, yeah, dude, I love it. I don't like, I basically thought you were building transformers. I'm like, dude, don't insult me that way. You know, they're not transformers. <laughs> they transform, but they're not transformers. But, you know, someone's all transform. Yeah. All right. Well, it's a great show. Thank you for everyone who watched for coming out and checking us out. And, uh, Make sure you come back, uh, hopefully either next week or at least uh, next week or the week after. We haven't quite figured out our schedule completely yet, so. We're getting back on track with the schedule, so. Yeah. But, so. but we'll be here. Even if it's next week, we, we might just be the group ourselves or some of the group. But always look forward, you know, to showing up. You know, you can find some of us do uh, lives on TikTok. You want to join? Go ahead. We'll be there. And really quick before we before we sign out, Pinoy uh, Daddy uh, was like, "Go bots." I say to that, Kmart version of Transformers. 
Yeah, go bots. Yes. <laughs> Leader one, everyone. All right. Have a great night. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, people. Have a good night.